Hi everyone, it's Tessa and Joe from the Unveiling Paradise Podcast. Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Tessa, summer is almost here and so many of our listeners are about to have their epic destination wedding. And we are so excited for you guys. Before the big day, guys, we want you to make sure you listen to these three episodes. Episode 62, Deep Diving Your Wedding Ceremony. Episode 53, Questions Your Wedding Guests Will Ask. And episode 31, the final countdown to your wedding day. And if you're planning your wedding here in Hawaii, hit us up and ask us about our Unveiling Paradise podcast promo. Happy planning. Hey, Tessa, how's it going today? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Hey, <laughs> super excited. Hey, I, I want to start the show with this story about pot. What? (laughs) Marijuana. Uh, Have you heard this story? So there's a thing that happened in Florida. It was a bride and her caterer, and they decide they want to spike everyone's food with pot. Why? 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 How? I mean, I have a million questions. <laughs> so, okay, so apparently... I haven't heard this story. Okay, so it's, it's very random. So it was in the news. So apparently the caterer and the bride decided that they were going to use a pot-infused olive oil. and they, <laughs> Like not sun-dried tomato-infused. <laughs> Marijuana-infused. Marijuana That's what you're saying. Infused, yes. <laughs> olive oil. And, and I don't know if they cooked like bread with it or pasta or uh, whatever they or were. Like salad dressing. Salad dressing whatnot. or everything had this. I mean, maybe they just drizzled it on everything. Oh, my God. And what? so everybody... That attends this wedding, and I guess whoever eats food just gets completely high. Oh my God, what? Like out of their mind. And, and so everyone is like, they're having a good old time, and then they're like starting to feel a little dizzy, and then they start freaking out. <laughs> this would be a good wedding for my, my late night donuts. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and, but anyway, so like people start freaking out and they're like, I've been drugged. I've been drugged. What's going on? What? And oh the God. ambulance comes, the police come to this wedding. And I guess probably what they had thought was going to be this awesome, epic party where everybody's just like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Ends up with the bride and the caterer getting arrested. What about the groom? Like, was he involved? Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't see anything about the story about him being involved. Or maybe she was marrying a she. I don't know. Yeah. But I, I didn't hear anything about that. I think it was the bride and the caterer that were, you know, working on this grand scheme. And it just didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> wedding fail. Wedding, big <laughs> wedding fail. Right? Oh so God. crazy. Well, I mean... <laughs> I think this is a great way to kind of talk about what we are here for today, right? Wedding do's and don'ts, things that we should and should not do at weddings. So let's get started. Welcome to Unveiling Paradise, your go-to destination wedding podcast. I'm Tessa, wedding planner and owner of Fred and Kate Events. And I'm Joe, wedding and adventure photographer of Joseph Esser Photography. We are based in Hawaii, one of the biggest, most popular locations for destination weddings. We want to share our real-life experiences with you, give you insight from a professional's perspective, and still make sure you're having fun in the process. We're huge believers in the fact that planning a destination wedding can be one of the most amazing experiences, and we want to bring you along. We're so excited to talk with you about weddings, Hawaii, and everything else under the sun. So pack your bags and let's get started. I feel like these things shouldn't have to be said, but... There are some things that you definitely should not do at a wedding, and there should be things that you 100% should do. Yes, 
right? The do's and don'ts. Okay, this is going to be great. Do's and don'ts. You go first. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I guess. Because there's an obvious one on the table. Don't end up in jail due to (laughs) horrible. Bad decisions. (laughs) Bad decisions. Your your ideas to um, maybe like have everyone self-intoxicated with <laughs> your baked <laughs> products and edibles. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do anything illegal that will land you in jail. I feel like that seems like an easy one. That's probably a good tip for life, right? Life, <laughs> life hack. Life hack. Don't go to jail. <laughs> don't go to jail. And if you're thinking of doing illegal things, probably don't bring it to your wedding day. Right. And, you know, honestly, I think when we talk about illegal things, a lot... And I don't know if you have this experience too, but as a wedding planner, I see a lot of the back end and a lot of it has to do with alcohol. All right. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's probably true. And it's not always the couple. So I know your story kind of had the caterer and the bride. For me, when I'm watching weddings, a lot of times it's it's intoxication and it's fights. A lot of times these weddings end up with guests getting into fights or... I've had the groom get into a fight, or I've had vendors get into fights. That's horrible. It's crazy. There's a lot of fighting. Um, Once there's a lot of fighting, a lot of times security is called if it's at a hotel, or police are called if it's at an outdoor venue. Shirts fly off. I have to break up fights. It gets crazy. But you're not saying don't do alcohol. No, I'm just saying don't fight. Don't fight. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get, don't drink responsibly. Right. Well, how would you, how would you actually, like, if, if you were to give everyone who's listening, your advice, like how do you manage that sort of fine line between people having a good time and getting out of control where they're, you know, fists well, are okay, flying. Okay, here's the thing, right? Is there are, there's different types of drunk, right? Like no matter how drunk I get, I'm not the get into a fight with someone drunk. And so I think as the couple, you know your guest, right? So if you know that these people are going to end up in fights, you got to manage the alcohol or you've got to manage those people or you have to tell them manage yourself. We're all adults, right? We should be able to manage ourselves. But if you know that these people are going to get nuts and start fighting and Tess is going to have to break up a fight, like just don't do it. Yeah. And that's Red probably, flags. that's probably the worst thing you could imagine happening at a wedding is you have the police show up at right? your wedding. And then they, they, the party gets shut down. Your yeah. wedding gets shut down. Like that's no fun. Yeah. You know, we actually had a wedding recently and I was talking to the coordinator. It wasn't you at this wedding, but she was telling me about How dare you? <laughs> after this wedding, apparently after I had left, the party was still going. And she said there was a the whole group that was there. She was calling them amateur drunks. And I said, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, I said, what, is that? <laughs> what is that? What does that actually mean? And so she was saying that they, they were just drinking whatever they could drink. And they were just like beyond being like in control or whatever. A couple of their guests got cut off from the bar. And then they decided that they were going to go and try to raid the bartender's car anyway. And they, Let's just steal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, so they, stole, oh. <laughs> they, they, they stole a couple of bottles off the, the bartender's cart. And so she said they're amateur drunks because the stuff that they stole was like this like horrible, like it was like peach schnapps and like, I don't know, like, Boons. Yeah, like random stuff. But anyway, and so the, the funny thing is the bartender catches them in the act and they say, oh, no, 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 that's my bottle of booze. And they're like, well, look at the spigot that we pour. <laughs> yeah, it has like, the ho- that's, that's ours. It has the hotel brand. They're like, no, we brought that. Oh, <laughs> so what happened to them? So the police come and they actually arrest them. The guests. The guest at the wedding. How many guests were there? It was, was two. It was two that were doing this. And could you imagine that? Like no. imagine having that as like the big story of your wedding is like when a couple of your guests get arrested. <laughs> 
I mean, I guess it's a good story to tell it's, later. It's a good story for our podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank you, random couple. <laughs> Not the That's couple. Crazy. Oh, well, for having random their wedding guests. to allow the guest to get arrested. Right, 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 right. That's crazy. But yeah, so I definitely feel like alcohol is good to have a good time, but not to the point that you get arrested. Yeah. It's yeah. a buzzkill for everyone. And you know, it's actually, this is not just alcohol. I'll add on to that. There's things you can and can't do that like may, what, that, yeah, that may be illegal in different places, right? So some places like here in Hawaii, we have it's probably the silliest rule ever, but sparklers. Yes. Sparklers so stupid. are illegal in the yes, state. All sparklers are illegal. Wait, and, and so <laughs> like, this is really popular for a lot of weddings is like the mm-hmm. sparkler send off. But if you try to do that here, I'd say 90% of the venues say nope, and you'll lose your deposits. You don't want to lose your deposit on, you know, a venue rental or whatever. Some things like that. I mean, you're probably not going to arrest it for it, but, you know, you want to follow those rules and and at least know those rules so you're making, you know, the right decisions. You're not going to get arrested for sparklers at all. What about weed? What about pot? <laughs> is that illegal or not in Hawaii? Yeah, well, I, that's probably, that's actually really interesting because like in different places like Colorado or California, you know, it'd probably be fine. You can have like a pot bar. Yeah, have a pot bar. But, <laughs> <laughs> but make sure that people know, right? That, right, that it is. Don't surprise them. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. sprinkle it in. This is a, this is not a pot wedding cake. <laughs> or it is. <laughs> or it is. But just tell people. Just right. tell people. That's all. That's um. actually really, I'd love to hear from our listeners. Is this legal anywhere? Yeah, um, like a pot bar. Yeah. To our listeners in Denver. <laughs> because I know that it's legal in Denver. Canada too, right? Yeah, all of Canada. Canadians. Yeah. yeah. Let's hear us from up. You guys. <laughs> Please let us know. Um, okay, I want to switch to something that we, that's a do, a wedding do. All right, that's fair. Do, do. <laughs> all right, that made, that, was, <laughs> that made do. that very awkward. Okay, but let's hear your do. Do. <laughs> do know your guests. And what I mean by that is know your audience, right? When you're planning your wedding, what are you trying to accomplish? That is so important. That's so thank, important. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and so what I mean by that, right, is what, what is the, what are you trying to do with your wedding, right? Is, do you want everyone there to party? Are they, are they there for drinks, for good food, for good music? Are they influencers and they're there for the decor? Hire a good photo and video. Do you want a photo booth, right? Are they, are they low key? And they're not dancers and they, they want like someone to entertain them like a show or games or, you know, I did a wedding once where they had board games and they just, nobody danced and they did board games all night, but that was their jam or had gamers and they set up these huge TVs where they could like game all night. Well, that's fun. That's yeah, really I mean, cool. super cool, right? But it's, it's know your audience. For me as a foodie, I spent my money on food. So I had, you know, so we had dessert bar, we had a candy station, we had food before the ceremony, food after the ceremony, right? So it's what is the experience that you're trying to create for your guests, right? right know them. Right, right. and it, I guess if you have, if you know your guests are going to be party animals and they're going to be dancing and they want a lot of dance, you know, like as part of the reception, do that. But have you ever had these weddings where it's like super cringy, where it's like a bunch of old people, it's like majority are old and there's like a handful of young people. And then it's like the dancing is, is kind of just this weird awkward thing right where all the old people are like watching like the three people on the dance floor and they're all judgy and <laughs> <laughs> well then that's what i suggest like 
have staggered shuttle times. Let the old people go home early. That's actually a great <laughs> yeah. idea. I love Everyone that. doesn't have to leave at the end of the night. So if you know you have a lot of old people that don't want to dance, that are just going to awkwardly stare, <laughs> have the shuttle pick up earlier, right. and they can go home. Have their oatmeal. Do your thing. <laughs> go to bed. And let the young people party. Right. Right. right, right. But, but uh, you know, like maybe that audience too, maybe the young people aren't dancers either. And then it's exactly. just like they're being forced to like actually. Well, no. And that's why, right? It's know your audience. So that's why we've, we've done, like I said, we've done board games. We've done the gaming consoles, you know, where even I had a couple that didn't even want to do a first dance and they did like a piano duet, duo, duo. Yeah. Right. They Like a piano battle. Instead, because they didn't want people dancing. They were musicians. And it's just, it's a really cool, something different. And their guests were all musicians as well. So it's it's knowing, right? Knowing your audience. You know what's actually really funny too? Just on on that same note, right? The bouquet toss, right? Sometimes we do weddings and there's not a single person that's single. Yeah. And you're like, or there's one and you're like, they're like, okay, we're going to do the bouquet toss to all the single ladies. And there's like... (laughs) everyone's like, oh, it's just me. It's, it's <laughs> Becky over here. Well, and it's, I think sometimes it gets awkward when you have, like, someone that's been dating for 10 years. And they're like, you're single. You have to go up. And right. she's like, oh, my gosh, why? Or just recently divorced. Right? You're like, <laughs> you, you technically are technically- <laughs> single. Get up there. <laughs> I'm not ready yet. <laughs> <laughs> just let me wait. Take the damn bouquet. <laughs> have you ever seen it, though, with the bouquets? Because I used to see this a lot and not anymore, is people would put, like, a hundred bucks in the bouquet. Yeah, that's definitely right? bribery and I love it. I love, I mean, I'm for it. Like I would go up, married or not, I'm, like, I'm in. Like, let's just do it. So do put money in every possible place for your guests. I'd say that's a do. <laughs> that's a do. Okay, so my pro tip, and this is going to be a don't, right? Why? Why always so negative, Joe? Is <laughs> that who you are? It's, it's going to end up in a positive place. And no, I am super positive. Do it. All right. So I would like to say, don't try to pack too many things into your wedding day, right? So sometimes if you have like a timeline where you're working on your timeline and everything is just like packed into, you know, like just such a short little window, you're trying to do all these things, like just think about your wedding. How will that day actually feel like for you as a couple, right? It's probably going to be feel feel really rushed. It's going to probably feel really stressed. And like what if something goes wrong? Right. And so that's exactly my thought. And and I hate... I hate always agreeing with you, but I do. I do in this one very much so. And the reason is, as a wedding planner, right, my job is to anticipate everything that I possibly can and and make room to troubleshoot. So all day I am watching the wedding like a hawk, right? What could possibly go wrong and what can we do to to fix that beforehand? And things do go wrong. Always. They always go wrong. And I guess like for me, if you think about this, if you have buffer, if you have a little bit of buffer time and something goes wrong, right? it's not a big deal. Every wedding that I do to get the bride into her dress, I give about 30 minutes. And I want to say the majority of my couples are saying, we don't need that much time. It's quick. It's just a zipper. It's never just a zipper. It's true. It's not. <laughs> we, there's so many weddings where the couple doesn't realize or the bride and her bridesmaids don't realize that it's a zipper and then a million buttons. And they're like, what? Right, right, <laughs> Or, right. you know, I had a couple, I had a bride who was just kind of complaining about her dress not being fitted right. And it, it's because she had a corsage back. She had no idea. And so a lot of times it's trying to adjust for those because if they don't know how to button those buttons quickly or do a corsage, I need to do it. 
we had a wedding and it was actually kind of funny. It sounds horrible to say that this is funny, but, <laughs> but they, the, the, it was, so everyone's getting ready. We're photographing the, the bride and the bridesmaids. And one of the bridesmaids is actually the groom's sister. Okay. And so she gets into her dress and sometimes these bridesmaids dresses are really kind of, kind of cheap. Yeah, you know? that's fair. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. And so, I get you. so she gets she gets into the dress, and they're zipping her in, and the zipper just rips completely off the dress. Okay, and she's that's like, crazy. she's freaking out, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, my brother's gonna kill me! <laughs> I ruined his wedding!" And oh, she's no. like, "How am I gonna walk down the aisle with this? You know, you know, her her, her dress falling off." It actually turned out to be a really funny thing to the sister and everyone because they had time. They sewed her into the dress and they were cracking up, you know, the whole time, just like, oh, I ate too much on the vacation, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> but it would have it would have probably been something that would have been, you know, like a super stressful thing. We have to start late, you know, everything's going getting delayed. I mean, things happen all the time at weddings. Right. And if you have time to react, you know, sewing someone into the dress or whatever it is, then you then then it then it's not stressful and it can be fun. I feel like that's an extreme. You know, the sewing someone. But one thing that I see almost consistently at every wedding is the groomsmen and the groom not knowing how to put on a boutonniere or to tie a bow tie. Don't just get the cheap t- the bow ties that <laughs> are you, like. Joe, can you tie a bow tie? No, I can't. You no. can't. Can I, you tie a tie? I can tie a tie, but can bow, you do like a double Windsor knot? I can do a double Windsor, but bow ties—it's like a foreign language too. Oh, see, because I can do bow ties, but see, so for me with a tie, I can do it on myself and then put it on a groomsman. You can't do that with a bow. Tie. No, so That's oftentimes I'm like right up in their faces. <laughs> we're very close, you know. So, it, but and if I have to do five of them or ten of them, like it just takes me time, right? Right. So it's just having that extra buffer gives us that time to help adjust and fix whatever we need to do. Right, right, right. I want to share one more little story because it's so horrible. <laughs> <laughs> we had, you know, we had this wedding, it was a different coordinating company than yourself. And, Again. And, <laughs> and dad is about to get ready and he forgets to pack his suit pants. No. <laughs> Could you imagine that? No. So like dad's walking down the aisle in his like pink polka dot his, <laughs> boxers. He has like boxers. <laughs> but they had time. And so they, they you should were. should have given him your pants. I, 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 then I'm the photographer with my pink polka dot. <laughs> but anyway, they had time. And so the coordinators had, there was like two or three of them on site. And they all went on a quick shopping spree to find him some options. So they, right. you know, they went and they got, you know, him some pants. And, it, you know, wouldn't, it wasn't an issue. But it would have been an issue if. <laughs> if he had no pants, it would have been an issue. <laughs> oh, totally, totally. So buffer is definitely a do. Yes. So another, another thing that I think is really important, it's a big do, is do take care of your vendors. Yes. Right? And yes. what I mean by that, right, is they don't need foot massages or, you know, special treatment. I will take a foot massage. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. But I, what, I, what I'm saying by this is, right, just understand that your vendors are people too, and they are working their butts off for you on your wedding day. So if you have, for example photography and they're there for eight to ten hours they need breaks right they have to use the bathroom they have to eat feed your vendors and take care of them just make sure that you give them a chance to take a breath right 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 i mean there's some days that it's just so go 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 and you're like okay i just need one minute to go pee right and (laughs) and, you know and i think a lot of times when i'm working through timelines right if we have say photo for six hours 
we're trying to pack everything in in that time. And it's just from the second the photographer gets there to the second he leaves, like it's nonstop and it's too tight. And so it's, it's allowing, again, a time to break, a time to eat, a time to breathe, right? Before, because if not, they, they get worn down. You're not going to get top quality. And actually, what's really funny is we talk a lot about this vendor meals, right? Yes. You know, and so like feed your vendors. Yeah. So when when you think of a wedding, right, it's not like a normal job. Like when you're a photographer, you're with that couple shooting their entire day. You don't have like a 15 minute break where you can, you know, sit in the lounge or something or a half an hour lunch break where you're like going to run to McDonald's or something. You just don't. I think a lot of people are like, do we do vendor meals? Like, why do we even, why are we spending money on that, right? Exactly. And I, you know, as a wedding planner, a lot of times when we're finalizing their meals, finalizing their count, I'll often say, by the way, you have X amount of vendors. Like, do you want to feed them vendor meals or do you want to feed them the guest meal? And and so either one is fine and I don't have a preference, but I'll never say feed them or no. It's right. a, we're feeding them, this is how many people, what do you want to feed them? Right. And, and if, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but most vendors don't care what they're being fed in terms of vendor meal or like the buffet, as long as they're being fed. There actually are some super bougie vendors. I, mean, I care. No, I care. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not bougie. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and that is that is actually really important. Like the fact that if we're not fed and we've been with you for eight hours, I mean, I know as a human... I'm going to start getting the hangries and I can eat as many protein bars or whatever it is. But at a certain point, I need to get off my feet and I just need to eat a little something. doesn't need to be fancy, just needs to be something where I can, you know, and actually even just drinking some water and things like that. Like things that, because wedding days go by in such a blur. Right. If they go by in a blur for a couple, it's the same thing for the vendors. Right. And I think a lot of times, right, when we're working through the day, it will just go from ceremony to family photos to sunset photos. And, and so the couple is running around. And obviously your photo and video team are with you all day too. So a lot of times if we know there's a lot going on, I will consciously tell the couple, your, your vendors need a break. Sit down. You guys eat. They're going to eat real quick. And then we'll start up. You know, if we have to push the program back 10, 15 minutes to allow that, then let's do it. You know, I think it's okay to give everyone a minute to breathe. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Tessa, what is the best thing you can have on a hot summer wedding day? Gosh, Joe, honestly, there is nothing better than fine time shave ice. I love fine time shave ice. So good. Honestly, it's the soft ice, the variety of syrups and flavors, and their toppings. Their toppings are incredible. From ice cream to mochi balls to condensed milk. It is amazing. Stop. I'm getting so hungry. I know. Well, if you want some, check it out. Fine time shave ice. And check out their company and all their delicious flavors on our show notes. Do it now. Okay, so I get to do the final point of our do's and don'ts list. Fine, you can do it. All right, and because I'm a photographer, I think this actually fits. I think you should put thought into your wedding photos. And what do I mean by that? Well, so things that um, you want to think about for your wedding is, one, your family shot list, right? So those are the things that when we come to your wedding, we're going to shoot, like, maybe it's the bride and groom and mom and dad. Maybe it's the bride and groom and... Aunt Sally or whoever. So you're it is. talking about the photo, the combinations of family. You got it. You got it. Can I tell you something funny? <laughs> <laughs> All right, go for it. I have a wedding coming up this weekend, and I 
got the email from the bride. It's 10 pages long. Yes. 10 pages of every possible photo that she wants. So to be clear, is that what you want? Okay, so so documents like that, they can be really helpful, right? So we definitely want to make sure that the photos that you want to do with like family and whatnot, that they are manageable, that it's doable. So if, if I have a 10-page family shot list where it's every single combination in the world, it's going to take hours. And if you only have allotted 15 minutes to do that, that you're, you're just going to scratch half of those shots. So we want to make sure that first and foremost, that photo shot list is something that's manageable. I don't think 10 pages is manageable, right? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, okay. I guess if they really want them, is it that we just give more time? Like, would you do it? Well, and actually when we, when we say, okay, this is going to take an hour to do, right? What ends up happening is usually the couple after they're about 30 minutes they into it. Out. Yeah. They're yep, like, they okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, you don't want to be rewriting that. Yep. So I think having a list that's manageable, that's doable. And usually that's something that we want to know way beforehand. So we can kind of steer you in the right direction. If you want to take pictures with everybody, there's way better ways to do that. You can do a group photo after the ceremony. You can do a group photo on the dance floor. You can go around a different tables and take pictures if you're just creating this ginormous list of photos it usually is undoable and as a wedding planner same you know same as your photography team is we try to help manage the timeline which involves managing your expectations right so if you have a 10-page family photo list that's not going to happen in one hour that's not going to happen in 30 minutes so it's understanding do you really want these pictures i always tell people what are you doing with these pictures after? What is your intention for this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do we get as much as you want in the time that you have allotted? You only have photo for eight hours. Like, is this all you want? Do you want pictures of just the two of you? Right, you're in Hawaii. So you want to get these really, really pretty pictures. Would you rather have that or all these family pictures? So kind of picking one or the other sometimes. So a lot of people actually like to send us their Pinterest pages, Right, where it's yep. like the... What the, do you think of Pinterest? <laughs> so Pinterest, right, the, a lot of times the couple will create their own board, right? And it'll yep. have a series of different shots that they like or that, you know, kind of help you understand their the style. The handprints in the sand. With shaping the ring. a heart with the ring, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll do that every time. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think of Pinterest? Well, so I... I and, and even with like that 10-page shot list, I, as a photographer, don't want to recreate somebody else's moments right i don't want to say oh look at this beautiful photo in the snow can we do that no you're in hawaii like <laughs> you know um but also it's just like these poses it's like if you have everything in your in your in your wedding photos just super scripted and posed you don't get to have those really awesome candid moments that we're capturing or we're not able to really capture who you are as a couple it's like those are somebody else's moments so you won't copy them or you will copy them uh, you know do I love it or hate it? <laughs> yeah, it's a love or hate. I actually do like seeing. You do. I like to see the, their boards because I can get an idea of their aesthetic. I can get an idea of their personality a little bit. You know, and so you like to look at it, but you don't want to necessarily copy it. Right. I see what right. you're saying. And, and then sometimes we do copy things. So, <laughs> so for example, like in Pinterest, there's always these like kind of random photos. We have Kualoa Ranch here where they film Jurassic Park. And yep. everybody wants to have a the dinosaur the chasing the wedding party, right? <laughs> I so want to do that too. You can, you can do things like that. But, you know, if, if you, if for, and that's just probably more for fun. But if it's yeah. like those moments, those, those interactions, don't script that. Right. Let's just, 
you know, photograph that naturally. Right, right. I see what you're saying. Okay, you're up, Tessa. Pinterest, love it or hate it? Hate it. I hate it. I hate Pinterest. Why? It's out there. <laughs> why? <laughs> it's out there. And this is why. I, I think for me as a wedding planner, it often causes unrealistic expectations for the couples. You know, just like you with here's all of these pictures that I want. It's the same thing, right, where we're looking at I want all these pictures. I want exactly like this. It's the same with their wedding. It just, it's really hard for me to manage what they want when they're looking at these stage photo shoots or, you know, they're out and their hair's not blowing. Well, it's probably been Photoshopped, right? They're these beautiful pictures, but they're models. They have, you know, (laughs) they take a picture and then they've retouched their makeup. Right. And so I think it's just, it's, it's trying to manage expectations. Pinterest is hard to, to see and understand that your pictures will not be exactly like that. Well, and actually... A lot of it has to do with budget too, right? So, mm-hmm. yep. you know, like a lot of these Pinterest boards we get, they're like a million dollar weddings. So they like, I want to look like yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. you're like, okay. Okay, well, first off, your budget is 30000 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's hard. I yeah. think it's hard sometimes. I, I don't, I do. I do hate Pinterest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Pinterest. I, know. I hope you're not going to sponsor us <laughs> Sorry, later down the road. <laughs> I know. So hard. Uh, okay. So what are your thoughts on group photos? Like the, like the table shots? We talked a little bit about that. So a table shot is when the couple goes around and they don't rip like shots of alcohol. They're right. Oh, then, then no. <laughs> <laughs> but they're going around to each of the tables and taking pictures so they, they can take pictures with everybody who's attending their wedding. What are your thoughts on that? You know, I'm I'm torn. Like, for me, a lot of times with couples, I'm like, what are you going to do with these pictures? Because for me, if you're looking at table 12, you'll often have, like, five of your family members and five friends from college that you couldn't fit anywhere else. So you have this random table. Why do you want a picture with all of them together? Right. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, and I think it's kind of weird going around to the tables when – you know, before people sat down on them, they're beautiful. But then as soon as people start eating and drinking, you've got like a chicken wing and a bottle of beer and somebody's purse. And like a lot of times that's not a like chicken. wing, <laughs> <laughs> But that's not usually like what you want to have in your photos. So a lot of times with what we ask our clients to do is we say, do you want to do table shots or not? And if they say yes, we say, well, how about doing it on the dance floor? So that way you're not getting chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> And That's random, chicken wings. I mean, you know what I've seen, but like, just like gross looking half eaten plates of food, right? right. That, you don't want Unless that they go to the table to take table shots with a shot yes. of alcohol. And, and as a, as a photographer, right, it's, and, and this is something that we want to ask our, our, our um, couples is, what, do you, what is your vibe? Do you want to have these kind of pose shots or do you want to do more candid stuff? And I would rather have them going around with a glass of champagne toasting everybody. Yeah. And like, you know, like being in that moment rather than, you know, yeah, like half the table's coworkers and you're like, okay. I think the hard thing with table shots too is depending on your group size, you're really just trying to get through them as quick as possible. So it's not the intention of hanging out and talking story with every single table. Right. Right. Because if say you have 20 tables. Table 20. And how many minutes do you have for those 20 tables? I mean, it's probably, you know, if you're trying to go quickly, it's one to two minutes. If they're trying to talk with every single person, poor table 20 is not going to be able to eat, right? If we're trying to take pictures before they go, they're going to be starving. So I don't know. Like, I'm against table shots. Let me just say one more thing that I think is actually, you, you may or may not like this, but I actually love doing this with our couples is you'll have the DJ make an announcement and you'll say, 
I want everybody to come out to the dance floor for a group photo. <laughs> yep. Right? And so it's really not about the group photo. It's about getting everybody on the dance floor. So everyone's like, okay, I got to be part of this group. I'm part of the group. I'm going to be on the... And then they're like, okay, smile for the camera. And we're like taking a, a single photo or whatever. Right. Um, sometimes this probably happens where like the photographer already, even, already yeah, left, the right? the photographer a lot of times is gone by that time. So I'm like, why are we... I don't know. Like, I get it because the, the DJ is doing it to try to get people to the dance floor. But like, if they're not ready... I'm still eating my cake. Like, don't pull me away from that. I, I love tricking. I love tricking a whole group of people into so like. So you like being deceitful. Yes. When it comes to getting people to dance. Evil. <laughs> well, okay. So. So you like that. It is what it is. It is what it I is. I do like it. I don't hate it. I'm going to give that a, a, a maybe. <laughs> Depending on the crowd. Right. Because there's some crowds that are just itching to dance and I love that. But if they're not. And you're just dragging these people up and nobody wants to be there. And the photographer's already gone and someone's trying to take it with their iPhone. Like, bummer. It's not for the photo, though. It's I know for, it's not. It's for it. <laughs> but then again, but then once they take the fake photo, then everyone sits again. So it, I guess it depends on the crowd. All right. Okay, so we know just talking today that Joe is deceitful. <laughs> wait, In addition to that. Wait, what? In addition to that. Let's recap what else we talked about. <laughs> How are you going to believe anything I say now? You've <laughs> I don't set know. the precedent and it's horrible. I mean, that's you. That's on you. So number one, don't end up in jail due to your bad choices. Or do you do that? <laughs> See, Am I you trying are? to trick you? I don't know now. I'm so confused. But don't do anything illegal, right? I, I feel like it doesn't have to be said, but here we are saying it for our listeners do not end up in jail. How about more simply put, just learn the rules of the venue and make yeah. sure you're abiding by them. Yeah, and, that's fair. And don't invite any major delinquents to your or, wedding. Or do, <laughs> but like make sure Joe is there to capture it. Yes, we okay. want to see it. Yeah, perfect. Okay, <laughs> do know your guests, right? Do know what they're into, what they're not into. If you've got a ton of single people, do the bouquet toss. You know, if there's yeah. just well, one. And then do like a, like a matchmaking thing if they're yeah, all single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Know your guests. You know, don't pack in too many things on your wedding day. So don't make it so busy that we don't have time to troubleshoot and you don't have time to breathe. Right. You want to enjoy your day. You want to enjoy your... And remember your day. Yeah. You want to remember your day. You don't want to be stressed out by packing too many things in and rushing too much. That's not going to be fun. And do bring pants. <laughs> <laughs> do bring pants. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we also want to talk about taking care of your vendors, right? So... Uh, do take care of your vendors. Make sure that they're fed. Make sure that they have the opportunity to pee. It's Joe very important. Joe needs to pee. <laughs> <laughs> Always remember, Joe needs to pee. Tessa needs to eat. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> okay. And the last one is do put thought into your wedding photos, right? Right. You want to make sure that the list that you're creating is a manageable list, that it's not going to be like taking you three hours to get through. And also that those photos that you want are kind of well thought out. Do you need to take pictures with everybody what are you going to do with those? So, right. you and, know, and giving flexibility to your to your photographer to have that. You, I always tell my couples, right? You hired your photographer because you like their style, you like their photos. You need to give them the freedom to get those shots to be creative. They're creatives. Yeah. All right. Let's turn to our favorite part of the show: questions from our listeners. I love answering questions. Even though you don't have all the answers. I don't have any answers, it seems. <laughs> but let's just do it. You all go, right, you go. all right. Okay, here we go. Today's question comes from one of my previous clients. Okay, and here we go. Do it. When I'm working on my wedding invitation, 
should I put the actual ceremony time or should I put the time to start 30 minutes earlier? I'm Filipino. We are notorious, <laughs> notoriously <laughs> Learn late. Learn to read, Joe. All right. Uh, I'm Filipino, not me, but the... <laughs> You're not. <laughs> the, the author of this question. And she says, we are notoriously late for everything. Can I, can I go first? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, this is probably one of my biggest pet peeves. I don't personally like when people put their start time different than what their actual ceremony time is. So, for example, if your wedding's at five, put five. You are the most punctual person I, that I know. I am. Thank, I'm going to take it as a compliment. I don't <laughs> feel like it's a compliment, but I'm going to take it as that. This is why. If I know the ceremony is at five, I'll be there at 4.30, so if you're putting 4.30, I'm going to be there at 4. So I feel like pushing your ceremony time or putting it earlier, you're punishing the, the people that are on time. And you're going to be there a whole hour beforehand. And there's going to be no drinks. There's going to be no food. Like, if you feed me, fine. But if not, like, I'm just pissed. I'm waiting there pissed. I guess we found out that <laughs> I'm the deceitful one in this you are. <laughs> podcast. And so I will say for sure, 100% do this. It's so, it's like. Oh my God, you are the deceitful one. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to, because if someone says the ceremony's at four, and I see this all the time, you see it too. Like people will get there right at four. The bride's walking down the aisle and there's, you know, Uncle Larry, like in the background, <laughs> you know, and, and that's something you don't want to do. How about little bit, you know, like 15 minutes, something no, like that. I'm not willing to compromise on okay. this. Okay. And so this is a this is a horrible story, and I'm sharing this publicly, but that's what happened at my um, daughter's school this year. They said, 8 o'clock, you have to have her there by 8. And so we were like, okay, we're going to get her there. 7.59, she's not tardy. You know, 7.46, she's not tardy. But we came to find out that the actual, like, last-minute drop-off time was 8 o'clock. She was supposed to be there at 7.45. And we were the whole time thinking we're on time, everything's golden. <laughs> we got her a report card this year, and it was like 58 tardies. And we were like, oh my gosh. So if the school would have tricked us, they tricked us in the reverse way, right? They would have tricked us to be like, okay, 7.45 is the absolute, you know, the drop, drop dead. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I really believe that it's okay to trick people. Do you? With, okay, so with the, that this, time. Listen, this is what I did for my wedding. So I had a morning wedding at 10 a.m. And I knew that people would be waking up, getting ready. They may not have eaten before. So what I did is I put on my invitations mimosas and crepes at 9.30. And everybody's so going to be yeah, there. Yeah, for sure. Right? Because I handed out drinks and food before my ceremony started. And so I, for me, I'm not deceitful. I'm the honest one here, clearly, but I still got people there on time. So the way you made them show up on time is you gave Bribing. them a little bribery. Okay, yes. so you so I'm are a briber. you are deceitful in I, a different way. I'm a briber in many ways. So when I do rehearsals, and I know this is going off topic, but I will always the kids like I bring cookies and candy, and I'll like, okay, let's just practice one more time, and I'll give you a cookie. <laughs> I feel like if at my daughter's school, if they had a parent, you know, student like coffee cookie bar yeah, and it closed at 745, we would have been on time. Every yeah. <laughs> See, and I used to be on my daughter's PTO. I did that. Like I would bribe parents to come to cookies See? and coffee. Okay. All right. So, all right. <laughs> okay. So off topic, but I feel like it's deceitful to put it earlier. Right. Okay. I, I can understand that. And I can understand why 
someone who's punctual would be there an hour early and that would be horrible to be sitting out in that like hot sun waiting well, for something especially some venues where there's nothing else right there's no food no drink there's no shade you're just hot so find a way to get people there a little early or when you want and have activities and something for them, them to treat. do yeah. music a bar perfect well i like that question a lot uh, that was a good I, hope question. We, I hope we answered your uh, question i like that question thank you all right, that is it for this week's episode. That was a good one. I like this. Did you? Yeah, I think it's fun. I think we have a lot of... <laughs> we talked about pot. <laughs> we, <laughs> we talked about being deceitful. <laughs> Getting into fights. Yeah. <laughs> this was a good one. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, and if you do have any questions, you want to be our listener question of the week, please send us your questions, and we will do our best to get them answered. We want to definitely hear from you guys, so keep sending your stories. Email us. Instagram us, follow us on Spotify, whatever, and we'll meet you back here soon. See you guys soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Unveiling Paradise. If you enjoy our show, please follow us and rate us on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. It would really mean a lot. And don't forget to also get on our mailing list and follow us on Instagram. Just do it already. Until next time, this is Tessa. And this is Joe. And don't forget, your happily ever after is just a plane ride away.